0: All right, welcome back for for episode ten of Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on November twenty third, two thousand fifteen. This is your host Blue, along with our co hosts Justin, you shall not pass, and Willie, Leroy Jenkins. We also have with us tonight Glitch Witch, (laughs) a member of our Game Lore (laughs) Chat and just all around awesome lady. Uh, Our topic for this this particular episode is the races of the guardians. Um, Before we start the show, however, there are just a few quick notes I want to run through. Our last chat was about the Vault of Glass. If you missed that and have any interest in hearing our thoughts, please be sure to check out our Podbean site at focusedfirechat.podbean.com for archives of all previous chats. And as many of you already know, Focus Fire Chat is a cross-community gathering where the intent is to offer a week-long, in-depth view of a particular subject from within the lore of Destiny and other games. This chat begins every Tuesday morning and runs until the following Tuesday, with topics decided by the group via a poll that begins every Friday and ends on the Tuesday morning for the new chat. Every Wednesday at around 10 p.m. Central, we all get together to stream a recap of the previous week's chat for those those Guardians who are unable to participate. So the topic for next week's chat will actually be our first foray out of the Destiny universe with a brief overlook of the timeline of the Halo universe. And with that all being said, we're going to go right back into it with a discri- or a discussion on the Races of the Guardians within And
1: before Destiny. we do that, I do want to point out that I don't think we're done with the Vault of Glass yet.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't. There's a lot is. of
1: stuff we didn't cover. Yeah, we are definitely going back to the Vault eventually.
0: Now, yeah, well, this week's topic. There's a lot of them <laughs> that we're going to be going back to. But yes, okay, so this week's topic. <laughs> Who wants to... I have me?
1: the guardian card. All right, go for it. All, say, right, so, so, okay. all right, so okay, So before,
0: uh, I guess, just for everyone, everyone, what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of go through and just do a really big, broad picture view of what we know about um, the guardians, and then separate that into the humans, the exos, and the UO, which are basically all the player characters, the PCs that we have access to in the game currently. And then, of course, what we're going to be doing after that is the fun part, which is the "what do we think" area, which, you know, will get really interesting. But so that's that's the kind of the game plan that we're going to be following. We're going to try to stick to that. Try sticking to that. I don't know if we'll hold hold to it, but that's the plan. So go for it,
1: Willie. All right, the Guardians card. Uh, in quotes, legends are carved across carved across history by the brave. Guardians are warriors forged in the Traveler's light, a final hope in the universe falling into darkness. Chosen from the dead by the Traveler's ghosts, guardians are those rare few able to wield the light as a weapon. For centuries, they have defended the city, but that defense cannot hold forever. Now, with the darkness rising again, the time has come to retake our lost worlds the guardians who will lead the way to save humanity and become Dun 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 Legend <laughs> So, I mean that that right there, I think that solves one of the major things that happened in chat. I'm going to say that it, it says oh. guardians are those few, those rare few able to le- wield the light as a weapon So it shows that we were already dead you know, every guardian has died at some point. You're resurrected by a ghost.
0: I'm just gonna say it. We're all space liches.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah that you find liches. That kind of interesting. Sorry to interrupt. No, there. go for it. Go for it. Um, that's what
0: we do. Yeah. But it says true.
2: guardians are those rare few who are able to wield the light as a weapon. When uh, Eris One, which is the uh, mission the of the people who actually went to go meet the Traveler at Mars and ended up becoming, well, I think one of them, I can't remember his name right we now. We're we, we definitely going to
1: gonna end up going yeah. into that. Jacob Hardy. Yeah,
2: he, he goes uh, Jacob and Hardy.
1: Yes, sir. learns
2: the mathematics behind Light. It kind of makes me think, well, maybe the Traveler allowed Light to go into people and, um, and basically, I guess, infuse into them. And then once the Guardians came along, able to like harness it and to become the power so there's kind of like a passive uh trait there for i guess maybe people of the city have light in them but they just they're not able to harness it maybe
1: yeah you could definitely tell that we all depend on the light like other than the fact that guardians specifically wield it as a weapon um it not only for us but for the elixir went ahead and expanded uh, lifetimes. You know, we went from living, like, what's what's our average right now? I think the average is supposed to be like 80 or something standard, mm-hmm. you know, in today's world 100.
0: in the game. Yeah, approaching 100. Approaching but...
1: And, and you, you live well beyond 100 years once the traveler actually shares the light with us.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. yeah and it's, it, that's not ever clarified. The, the three times always sticks with me, but I don't, that's never confirmed. I, I scoured right. that.
3: I can I can almost imagine that by the time the traveler got to us, our average lifespan was over a hundred. It hadn't well, been.
0: Yeah, I can I can see that. Um, we have the
1: guardian abilities card. Um, you want me to right, go with yeah, that? Right. Yeah, that's or what I was going to say. Somebody is, else have it. So,
0: <clears throat> so you know, that's that's the base guardian. So obviously, it it points to the fact that we're going to have abilities, right? Um, so. Who does someone have that already pulled up, or you want? Yeah, I've it. got it. Okay, go for if it. If you right. have
1: it, no, nah, I already took last one. Okay, take it away, Blue.
0: So, Guardian abilities. Quote: "There is a light in you from which no darkness can hide." End quote. Only Guardians have the gift of the Traveler's Light—the ability to channel its energies to project vast power into the world. Even without a firearm, a Guardian is a radiant engine of destruction. While these abilities rise from within, Guardians master the power in different ways. Titans understand the light as a force to hone through practice and strict discipline. Hunters roam and explore in order to learn, using nature's methods to survive the wilds. And warlocks study the light and its inner mechanisms, confronting unfathomable mysteries in the search for transcendent might. So, I mean, the the abilities is kind of towing the line to conversation about the classes, obviously, and we're going to probably be getting into those later. But... The important thing there is that one of the core aspects of being a guardian, you know, is the fact that we have the capability of channeling the light, which the Traveler um, generates, into a form of, as they I mean, say it right here, is we become an engine of destruction. We become a, a conduit for that power into the world. And so that's that's a very crucial piece of guardians. And so the other the other important thing to remember too is that even though there is these three main races that we're going to be talking about, the humans, the exos and the Awoken, not every one of those race, not every member of those races becomes a guardian. It's very important to remember that because I know I I've, I've had a couple conversations with people where they're like, "Well, all the exos are guardians or you know, all the all the blank are guardians." And that's not that's not the case. Um, it, I can mm-hmm. see that being easily misunderstood, especially with before House of Wolves. Well, Evoken. that's
1: solved with the as about to say with the Awoken. That's already solved. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look Aldrin. at the reef. None of those people are guardians. Yeah, yeah. Alvin says,
3: um, uh, and he, she says her next death will be her last. He well, he says your next death will be your last, and he says I know what you're. I feel what you're saying. Because he's not a guardian, he doesn't have a right. ghost.
0: Right, and there's there's a number of arguments about the Awoken that we'll get into later too. <laughs> I'm sure uh, I'm the Awoken the people. Awoken are just such odd they're, uh, they're anomalies. They really those are, are so like awesome. my favorite class. Oh, yeah,
1: well, it's it's like we did in chat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, they remind me so much of Vulcans. over, and I'm I'm not a big star. I'm not a tricky, but I do know that the Vulcan people were like. You know, they're supposed to be, anyway, motionless, which we all saw from Spock. Sorry, I'm going to stop nerding out about
3: Star Trek now.
2: But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a really good, um, it, good um, comparison. Yeah.
3: You're it on is more podcasts, because, buddy. Podcast, buddy. You're not going to nerd out, okay? You're already
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I love it here. But it, it does seem like they have a really similar connection, you know? like it, it seems like they're almost based off of them, except for the fact of the whole destiny spin
3: to it can i make mm-hmm. a uh, a quick um to comment on the whole light mm-hmm. and guardian abilities and guardians and then we can move on but um i'm almost starting to view the light like uh the electromagnetic radiation that we actually live in
4: mm-hmm.
3: via the sun and other sources um but if you actually learn about the electromagnetic spectrum uh, there's a very short segment of it that's actually visible to us in our daily lives. Um, but the spectrum actually runs the gamut from ultraviolet to infrared. I almost view light that way. Like there's a, there's a sh- small little portion of the light that the general populace is privy to. And then the rest, the guardians are actually able to tap into those those other elements. Yeah, those other frequencies that and and actually use them as a weapon that just a normal human being couldn't. Right,
0: I would ag- I would agree with. Yeah, that would that. that's I would make that, that
2: make really um really good sense there.
0: Because especially well, and to get to follow that tangent just a little bit, if you read the cards for the different elements, the void, the solar, and the arc, the reason I know this is because I actually just had an argument with a couple people about. Something really stupid that 's not related to anything you but yeah no, no yeah, no, um, but in anyways they yeah anyways the the cards for the elements actually call there's there are very specific elements of those elemental aspects of light that are applied to each one uniquely, and so mm-hmm. as far as like a a place on the spectrum, that
3: makes perfect sense to me but yeah. Uh, that's an early win for Justin. Chop it
0: up. <laughs> one. One win. Moving on. Alright, so, okay, and obviously as everyone in the game and who has played for more than, you know, five minutes knows about the game, one of the key pieces of being a guardian is we have this little thing that flies around us called a ghost. Do, who Justin, you want to take that one? Or Glitch, yes. do you have that card, or?
2: I have that card up. Uh, go ahead, go.
0: Go ahead,
3: go
2: ahead, Glitch. All right. Uh, this is a quote from the speaker. In its dying breath, the Traveler created the ghosts to seek out those who can wield its light as a weapon, guardians to protect us, and do what the Traveler itself no longer can. Built from the machinery and the Travers, Traveler's light, ghosts guide their guardian companions in the quest to reclaim our solar system. Every ghost seeks out its guardian among the ancient dead, the ghost serves as a scout, librarian, mechanic, and waking ancient machinery and cracking alien code. In the right situation, a ghost can make can even save a guardian from death. But ghosts are not immortal. As far as guardians know, every loss is irreplaceable.
1: And they I do want to point out that they the write universe. that as far as guardians know. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, because that's another thing that. Osiris the Big O once again he's been in every friggin episode but he's um back. He, you know he has a quote where he asks he's like how much of a guardian's memory mm-hmm. is theirs and how much is made up by their ghost yeah, which because- you know how the hell did he find out that our ghost makes up memories for us
0: well um, it makes sense I,
2: mean- I don't know if you ever got if you guys ever rummaged around tumblr before
0: i try um, not to it's a dangerous place
2: i always um i'm a big fan of like finding uh these things called head cannons and these are things that uh fans come up with um that they're not exactly something that like they're canon they're not something that the the whatever they're following says yes this is something that has happened this is true but just kind of like a, an idea that kind of fits and flows that the person themselves feel and the one thing i know what they said was when a guardian when a ghost picks up a guardian after being resurrected um they're kind of sent i wouldn't say a school but they're kind of sent basically to where they have to learn what was going on (laughs) they have to learn you know um What's going on, and what and why there are, and why you know, and kind of like get over that shock, uh, that culture shock, because most of these people have probably de- been dead for, I think for us, we were dead for centuries, and so we missed we missed a lot compared to what um, probably what other other guardians uh, before us had. So thinking there, of, I wouldn't say ghosts can manipulate memories. I would say ghost fills in those memories, whether those memories are true or not. I don't know, but I don't. I don't feel maybe they don't. Well, because no one and, really. I mean,
0: no one... but I mean, if you think about it, they're they're doing they're they're. You're talking about a universe in which paracausal weapons are a commonplace thing. So manipulation of psychology and manipulation of memory. Is not really that far out, especially when you have to understand that they're resurrecting century dead individuals yeah. to give them space magic. I mean, so so all that being said, I would Well, not, you already it's have not the a space, space magic. magic. Oh, That's my thing.
3: God, I'm going to Eat. just mm. – <laughs> But, but this, is, this is actually a good point, actually, because think about it. That's the main criticism uh, that I've seen parodied a lot right. on on Everybody. the internet is that you wake up and the ghost tells you it's it's a lot of years in the future. You're going to see a lot that you don't understand. Just roll with it. And instead of saying, what, you go, okay. okay. Did you Let see
0: the 8-bit and... uh, parody of that? Yes, that yeah. was hilarious. Oh my God. The, the one guy moment. that
3: was like... What about oh, this? What about this? Yeah. But, yeah, but my point to this... My point to this is in order to ease a person into that, into that jarring kind of transition, it makes sense that a ghost would supplant some kind of subversive memories that may or may not be actually true, but they ease the person in their subconscious into the situation, almost like dipping your toe in the water as opposed right. to jumping. I mean, but that's, that's the I'm entire
0: argument. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the entire argument that the another, another thing have.
2: we can actually look at when it comes to the beginning. Okay. Um, the beginning of things again, we haven't been, we haven't, we've been dead for like forever. So <laughs> another thing that we have to look at, what happens when you take people, you shake them up, you rile them up, you, you put them in a situation that they were just they're just so shocked, and you say, okay, just follow me this way, you know, come on, let's go. They'll, because of all that uh, stimulation, all the new things, all the culture shock, everything, you're more likely to be okay. I'm just gonna follow you. You look like you know what's going on, and I'm just it seems safer that way. Um, so maybe with that. I'm uh, not saying like once we go to yeah to a degree yeah, like after we get to the point where we're with the speaker who tells us he can tell us all the stories, but he doesn't kind of thing <laughs> but
0: right um, well and that was that i mean you know <laughs> we're gonna probably need to jump back to the the races, yeah. but i mean that yeah, was that, that was the point of osiris's that was his entire criticism was you know. It's kind of a. It was a funny thing to read because it was breaking the fourth wall a bit because he is making fun of the players. You know, the endless strikes, the the pounding against the head against the RNG. You know, mm-hmm. doing things for this random, randomly generated rewards that no one knew about. I mean, that's all. Uh, <clears throat> that's all from the Osiris card, and mm-hmm. it was it was very very clear to you know, to us when well, at least it was to me when I read it that his entire oh, thing dude. was. Why? They totally broke the fourth wall. Oh yeah, I, I mean yes. I, I got to bug you. just for wall. a
1: minute when they when they say that you grew tired of oh, endlessly grinding strikes,
0: arguing with the cryptarchs.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was just straight up. They broke the fourth wall. and They did a hell of a job. Yeah, I,
0: I but at the same so time, yeah. But at the same time, it also he he also was begging the question of you know. That's that's an age old psychological trick of every military is break down the person and restructure their memories so that they only think they think what you want them to think. And if you can do that like without even having to go through the pain of psychologically brainwashing them, you can just rewrite their memories. I mean, look at look at any science fiction movie out there currently. You have uh, Blade Runner, you have uh you know, The Matrix, you like well, Always forget the one that just came out. Um, I mean, there's Minority Report doesn't really deal with that as much as it does with the precogs, but it's a very common science fiction uh, theme that whenever you have artificial intelligence of any kind, that's one of the first things they go to is what is real, what is not, and what is the definition of a real memory. You know, um, I'm going to go insane because I can't remember the movie. Uh, it just came out.
2: Inception? No,
0: no not Inception. Nice it was movie. with Colin... or uh, It was an, the it was Ar- it was Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Total Recall. Total Recall, thank Total you. Recall. K. That's Dick. not Phil- a new movie. No. No. They, remade they remade it recently, they remade But, but it. Phil but K. Dick, that was like his big thing. Was he was always... Playing with the idea of implanting memories, and and Penns nailed it. The inherent danger of implanting memories, and the serious psychological issues once those memories start coming back and start overwriting the implanted memories. The psychological dissonance there was one of the huge things that that Philip K. Dick and you know Asimov and all these big science fiction Heinlein, all of them played with. Yeah, yeah. And so that, and so that's where the Osiris card really strikes a chord, is because it's him going, and that's where the entire concept of the Phantanaots start striking chords too, because they're they're deliberately killing themselves to kind of get a picture of what their previous life, because it, it it is very odd. They don't guardians don't remember anything about their previous life. Why? Is well,
2: that another another headcanon is is that maybe they do. And right, they kind of right. just, like, they kind of, um...
0: Have blocked
2: out. It. I wouldn't say blocked it out. More of it's just, like, they go in, they tell, you know... they I, Actually, I don't even know who they would tell. Either Cryptarchs or war, Warlocks who just, you know, um, who kind of just account these down. Because when ghosts pick guardians, I feel like they pick um, people who could... Um, who had a chance. Like I, I don't feel like the Traveler kind of just like picked these random people and said, well, let's hope they can No, do, I think do... I think
0: they are looking for very specific parameters. Yeah, and, and, I, and think, that was I know, know Shax made uh, some
2: comments about that too, where he well, was just so like, it, you know... Yeah,
0: Cyrus yeah. did as well. You know, the more malleable, but still strong. And there is the... All right, now, the,
1: before we get too far into this, uh, uh, I need, uh, uh, we, we need to rewind. Yep. yep. They remade Total Recall.
0: Yes, they read <laughs> it.
4: It's actually oh
1: my not that.
0: It's act- okay. We'll, we'll get that. We'll get on that in the chat. It was, it was starring
3: actually- Andy Dick.
0: No, you're uh, such no. a liar. No, they tell, would- tell no.
3: no, no oh the, most, the
1: most important question: humans, is humans. The, is, is the three boob chick still yes, in there? Yes,
0: yes. And okay. it's actually it's actually closer to the book than the. So I need to
3: watch now. that then. All right, go back, Blue. You're All right, going. Go humans. Go with
0: humans. Human. Yep, Justin, go.
3: Focus fire. From the diaries of Commander Jacob Hardy, Pilot Ares-1.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Ghost magnet
3: Human. No, is that
0: the general one?
1: That's Ghost Ragman yeah, Human. Yeah, j- just do the general human card, Justin.
0: Here, I'll do it. I'm
3: a general human. Okay, oh go ahead. God.
0: Quote, this, is, this was our world, our solar system. We were here first, and no matter what the darkness brings, we will be here at the dawn. End quote. Humans are survivors, tough and resilient, descended from those who built a golden age only to see it ripped away. Now, after an age of retreat and desperate struggle, they fight to take back their solar system and claim a new future. There are those who believe the Traveler chose Earth for a reason. Now, it's humanity's obligation to prove itself worthy of the Traveler's faith.
1: You know why he chose humanity? Because he Mars? Oh. America. <laughs> I, I would, I would blame Rasputin,
0: That's why. But, you know.
2: Rasputin, I don't okay. trust that thing for like Overall, a speaker, weekend.
0: but you know, I uh,
1: still. Well, there's to always Damo's the theory that Rasputin's actually shotgunned the traveler. Uh, I guess we can get in that another time. Not so
3: you out. might say, you might say that us humans may have taken up the mantle. Is that what you're saying? The, oh,
2: responsibility? Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, oh, there you go, Pence. <laughs> that was just for you. Um, Sorry. No, you're just gonna get me started. Human no, one. I, I, Oh, no. Human.
3: No, no, no. <laughs> I had it and then you shamed me out of it just one moment uh, I can, pull, yeah. it up. No, I can it. pull it up Ghost Fragment Human can uh, from the diaries of Commander Jacob Hardy, Ares 1 the mission is a go crew of three Mikhailova, Chow, and myself immediate departure at the next human window to in window to Mars the MREs and the return ships will chase us out How do I feel? I said at the press conference I felt privileged. Historians will read this diary, but it won't take their insight to tell the world that I'm terrified. It's the human reaction. What I wish I could convey is the exhilaration. That's the biggest thing. I'm not a spiritual man, but I've always believed that there's something transcendent about space flight, something pure. We go out there because we can, because it's who we are. Now we go because we have to because the unknown came to us. In 14 months, we'll be face to face with it. And by the time we arrive, it should be active again. Just like it was active on Jupiter and Mercury and Venus. I wonder what happens if it doesn't stop at Mars. I wonder if it'll leave us there in the sand and come to Earth and to hear what it's done everywhere else. I hate that we're carrying weapons. I understand the necessity, but I hold to my belief. There's something beautiful out there. It's up to us to reach it. Blue. Blue. Oh, my God. I just nailed down. No, no. Did you see my note? I just nailed down travel time from Earth to Mars. It was
0: pre-Golden Age.
3: Pre-Golden Age. I don't care. For the record,
0: for the record, Justin and I have spent a month now trying to figure out the travel time in our solar system. Mm-hmm. and there is not a single place that we could find in the War that had anything related to travel time and he was reading that and that's what i literally just put in the chat <laughs> we have travel time now there's 14 months to mars before golden age so there we go we have a base we have a base travel
1: time. okay well that that's another thing to think oh. about though okay. this is <laughs> this is pre what? us having the light being blessed by the traveler Right. So, right. Our, our technology, our lifespans—all that sped up, or more like slowed down. Yeah. Technology uh, picked up, lifespan slowed down.
3: You can't live longer. Long
1: we're we're making great. I'm, I'm
2: quite curious uh. on how. Okay, so it it seems like from the hu- humans knew about the traveler. We we saw it either, we saw it being active and doing things on Jupiter, Mercury, and Venus.
1: Um, well, there's a card that says that they terraformed Venus, mm-hmm. and that's when sites of the Amakar started happening.
2: Yeah, um, and and then... Um, uh,
0: and then the Ocean of Storms card as well.
2: Mm-hmm. It's um, I'm just I'm trying so to...
0: So like, it, ter- it terraformed these planets
1: and made them actually livable, somehow mm-hmm. by our standards at that, you right. know, from and the way it sounded. I mean,
0: even, I can't remember if it's card two Terraform. or card three... But yeah, you like know. as yep. they're as they're standing on the hill of Mars, it makes rain just materialize, like you know, just like a. I mean, it's it's a. That's an opening of scene. Yeah. Right, but I mean I, that's that's from I mean so imagine Mars as it is right now in our in our world or our solar system, and the, the traveler. The, yeah, it, the traveler manipulates the inner the atmosphere in a snap of a finger, like it just makes it start raining. And that's when I think I think it's card two or three. I can't remember which one it is.
1: For the ghost fragment human. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hardy's a little bit of a hippie. We've talked about this. Oh my he's gosh. A, he, he's yeah. a left. Just he's a, a left wing
0: guy. He, he was crying um, about. He was crying about having rifles. We don't need the
1: guns, man. You're gonna be totally peaceful, dude. That's
0: oh no, ghost card. Ghost it. card two is the immortal words. That was. Really funny. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was looking at that one, and I mean, you, you can tell, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, Hardy's a bit of a pacifist, and I mean, he was one of the first people to be
0: blessed by the light, so. Dammo's per- kind of a pacifist, and he's been blessed by the light, so.
1: And Dammo is not a pacifist, he's Satan. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is what Dammo is.
0: So Ghost Fragment <laughs> Human 2, does anyone yeah, have that for- one pulled up?
1: From the diaries of Commander Jacob Hardy, Pilot, Eris One, but I heard Glitch say that she has it pulled up as well. So take it away, Glitch.
2: I did, and then I like clicked off, and then you said you got it, and I was like, "Nice."
1: Oh, okay. Glitch. Damn it, Glitch! <laughs> Everybody asked about the words. <laughs> the truth is, is I'm not much of a poet. Eris One didn't leave us the bandwidth for anything except blunt competence. We came in perilously hot trying to select a landing site through the chaos of thickening atmosphere and turbulence that bloomed off the target. A 20-minute round-trip light-speed delay to Earth meant we could only count on ourselves. When the number three engine diagnostic during the second course correction, I thought we might go catastrophic. But Quail brought us in. Maya Holova brought us in. I just flew the ship. The Eris one excursion vehicle was built for thin winds and icy dust. We came down into a storm. The breath of God, a ripple of a change rolling down off the artifact. We aborted on three sites and finally I took us into a powered hoover and brought us down on reflexes and instinct. Then we ran the checklist, suited up, and left the vehicle. There was a script. And it's true, I botched it. I got my boots down and I made the most famous gaff in human history. Or guffaw however the hell you want to say it. Said the first thing that came to my mind, a warning to others, we're walking into a rising wind. I didn't mean to say anything immortal. I just thought it'd be useful to know. And that's uh
0: It's almost like he was talking about a whirlwind.
1: Yeah, basically. Ooh, you can see that you...
4: reference. Ooh.
1: Spin metal. Full spin metal jacket, baby. I mean, I, I ah wow. I mean never looked at it that way before, Blue, but when you when you put it oh, in like yeah, that, I was it's...
0: I was reading it and I was like, Oh my god. Well, 'cause it's not that's not the only reference of wind. I mean too. The <clears throat> if there's a yeah, I just closed it. There's a part right above it, too. Uh, ba, 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 ba. It was built for thin winds and icy dust. We came down into a storm, the breath of God. A ripple change. Yeah, I mean, there, there's like multiple references of wind and turbulence and thickening atmosphere, which is a whirlwind. You know, it's like, I'm like, oh, they're talking about a whirlwind. That's kind of funny.
3: Well... That's actually funny because we always view the whirlwind as the darkness acting on the traveler exactly. from the outside. But what if the whirlwind is actually the traveler throwing deuces and hitting the road?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it would be that far, but it just, it was to me, especially, especially with the quote, "We're walking into a rising wind." It's, I mean, like, obviously, I mean, and this is, you know, Hardy is telling, and he says that right there. He didn't mean to say anything immortal. He was just like, ah, it's useful to know. He's very pragmatic. Well, well hold on now. I am definitely it picking up what Justin's putting down right now. I mean.
3: Twice in yeah, one podcast.
1: I, I, I get what Justin's saying here. Like, that is for the Elixni when their collapse pretty much started happening, right? Like when c when the whirlwind was going on, it was Chelchus asking, you know, where is the the great machine? Where is the great machine? What if instead of that being sprung by the darkness, that was actually sprung by the traveler saying, "Oh no, darkness is here, guys. It's been fun. It's been real, but it ain't been real fun. I gotta go." Right, but and, so- and, and what if the whirlwind is what was honestly? pretty much destroying them because he had to get enough power to leave
0: yeah and i think the only hole in that that theory is that that so that would imply that the whirlwind was the departure point of the traveler whereas this whirlwind is the arrival
1: no, it was already there. They were chasing it to
0: Mars. No, well, um, but it's not paying pay as a person. Oh my gosh! I knew you were going to see that. Pans are people too. Um, but I mean, so that's I, I. I mean, I can see the whirlwind being a byproduct of the traveler, maybe. But I don't think that the traveler was doing it to escape.
1: I, we'll we'll continue on.
0: Yeah, continue uh, on.
1: Yeah. We'll get, we'll get yeah, into that. Yeah, later. glitch. You have ghost mag human three. Yes I do Go for
2: it From the Diaries of Commander Jacob Hardy Um, The hike from Eris 1 You've watched it Everything was recorded I think you can get the full immersion now Fly around like a hummingbird I'll add what I can The route was planned We all went together The CEV and Eris 1 itself had enough uh, Auto mission to go home Alone in the event of crew loss Whatever we find at the artifact It needs the human element We carried rifles. They made us heavier and slower and possibly less safe. I think the argument about the rifles can be left for another time. What's important is, and it kind of cuts off there, and it says, it turned out well. Look at me. Look at us. You're talking to a 90-year-old man, a 90-year-old man who's never been sharper, and I'm miles ahead of every cognitive benchmark. What happened to me is good. What happened to all of us is good. When we crested the rise and made the visual contact from the artifact, I don't think any of us er- uh, of us, dared to dream it would end this well. We went to Mars at the cutting edge of the human civilization, and it wasn't our weapons that won the day. It was our ship, our training, our com- uh, camaraderie, our belief that we just reached the top of the universe, not to grasp for profit or security, but with an open hand, we would be elevated. We were right. That makes me so happy to this day. Oh, it's like the second time he's made reference to the rifles.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he really, really doesn't like the fact that there were rifles. The other funny thing is, like, so the uh, second paragraph where he's like, yeah, you can fly around like a hummingbird or a ghost.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's what I was like, I, I'm like holding myself back here because that's exactly what I view the ghost as or little hummingbirds or navies. They were like, hey, yeah. hey, listen, listen, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, let me
2: open the door for you.
0: Um, yeah. You I, know
2: what happens when they open doors?
3: Yeah. Bad things. Bad things happen when they open doors. I'll just tell you this. I'm never taking my ghost on a bank heist. No. Everybody's going to jail. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or you're going to have so, to shoot
3: everybody. But, hold on, guys. I've got this. <laughs> Eight minutes later. I seem to have alerted everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ghost fragment human four, from the diaries of Commander Jacob Hardy. This is the one. Diaries one. Uh, three human beings stood on a high ridge and saw the shape of the future. Saw rain strike a millennial desert. Felt the air sweeten and oxygen, and with oxygen and warm water, and the beginnings of life. I am sometimes asked if I felt something die. The end of an era of human self-sufficiency. I don't know how to answer that question. I do know that I was changed. Nobody could experience that kind of wonder and remain unchanged. The decades since have proven that to me. I I knew I'd never fly another mission like that. I recognized the need for a new love. That's why I threw my, flesh, my fresh cognitive skills into understanding the traveler. How can one entity so quickly and and utterly remake an entire world? Fifty years later, I'm conversant in high mathematics, particularly topological thoughts and the slippery irreality of light. I'm involved in a project to study the Traveler's terraforming actions right now. But I still enjoy the interviews. I like going back to that mission. It makes me unspeakably happy to see how well it all turned out, and it makes me happy to remember I was there. This man remade himself. That's how changed he was. <laughs> like completely. From a pilot to... I don't even know what you want to call what he is now. A, a theologian. Um,
2: Pinsolos called him the first warlock. I kind of like that. Go. <laughs> there
3: you go. The first warlock. High five. I like
2: warlocks. Okay, what's wrong with warlocks?
3: No one, no one dislikes warlocks.
0: I do. <laughs> except for
3: Osiris, he's fine. He's, he's acceptable. Right. He's okay. He's right. <laughs> so is that clear, humans? For us, because the nope, other two nope, nope, are... nope,
0: nope. We got the fun card now. Oh, okay. So, human five. So, all right. Before we, before we read this one. For God, uh, human five. Should I save this? Yeah, no. Okay. Before we before we read this one, this is the new card for we got we got a new card for each race in the Taken King. Now, I'm just gonna say there is a there is a couple people who think that these these new cards for the races might actually be our Guardians' backstory. I'm kind of on the fence on it. I don't really. I mean, it's it's ambiguous enough to to that it's almost possible, but I'm I'm not really sure. But so just. Keep that in mind while, while you listen to this one. So, Ghost Fragment Human 5. Hope. And standing with strangers. That's what I remember. Hope churning beneath my skin, assuring me that there was a place besides this place. A realm that would nurture us, not kill us. The earth was ruin. Chaos and madness and death. We were standing on the earth. Where I am now. But why am I still here? It was my turn to leave. I remember i was waiting with others like me and the ships would soon take us away but to where 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 was this hope i must have known there had to be a name coordinates except all of that is forgotten other than my absolute conviction in salvation nothing remains the traveler i remember that now which was what i don't i don't know something has stolen my words the imagery but i still remember what it promised us the universe yes Creation held in our hands, but I was here for a reason, and what would I surrender just for the faint chance to remember what that good reason was? So, that's the new human card. And I can
2: I can totally see where people are like, this has to be our guardians. um, Yeah, this has has to be the guardians thing. But
0: that John, that kind of feeling is on all the new ones. (laughs) So. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, unless unless they did it to where
2: because like when the when the beginning of this each each of the races were supposed to be on different planets, Uh, the Exos were supposed to be in Mars, humans obviously on Earth, and the Awoken. I don't actually know if we found out what place they were supposed to be. Uh, Well, the Awoken. Well, they're between.
3: Yeah. They're between Mars and Jupiter in the asteroid belt.
2: Well,
0: but if you but the, these, are, these, were,
2: these
3: were Earthborn Awoken. Yeah, these oh, are Earth-born,
2: So we. And that, that's, that's
0: that's ultimately that's actually one of the arguments of maybe there weren't supposed to be different starting points because you know Exos were on Earth, Awoken were on Earth because we had the Earthborn that we now know mm-hmm. about. Um, so it actually might be that this actually was supposed to be all starting in the same part. I know a lot of people have made that. I made that argument. Of why it seemed that all of us started, no matter what race, you know, because race doesn't really seem to make any difference in game. Yes, yeah. it doesn't. So,
2: it, it does does affect how the NPCs do say certain things. I've heard well, that's true, yeah, multiple times on my EXO. How he is very curious of how my EXO works.
0: <laughs> he also wants to know where you parked your ship. That's all the time.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, I I think that's kind of I like this card because it does kind of give you that insight to where this this is obviously a person who was waiting to go onto the ships because I know the ghost brings it up too where they were like, you know, can you imagine just a bunch of humans here, you know, waiting to get on these ships waiting to go and, you know, expand. So and this is one of from which, the by card, the
0: way, if this is actually our backstory, that's just really cruel of that ghost <laughs> well, can you can you imagine what it would be like? Oh yeah, that's right. You were here, weren't you?
3: <laughs> delete, a, delete, delete, delete. It's a ghost. It it's cruel <laughs> by nature.
0: <laughs> so that, that actually does wrap up the human cards. Um obviously we have we can probably
2: The humans actually have a lot of cards compared yes. to A lot more than
3: you would imagine.
2: Well, they, uh, they... They... They do. I, mean, I guess I'm always the one in video games who go off for the other races. My husband, on the other hand, goes for the like humans because he's like, yeah, humans. That's what we are.
3: <laughs> well, think but, about it, though. Think about it, though. Everything begins with us. The right? other two yes. races, playable races in the game are derivative of no, us. Human, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we are kind of like the Alpha and Omega as far as races go. But I'll agree the other two are way cooler. <laughs> So, that being said, Let's we are going to shows. move on now to the Exos. Oh, yes. I love it so much. Willie, you've been awful quiet. Why don't you regale us of the tale of the Exos? Or don't? He's getting beer. I know it. <laughs> really, either
0: that or he muted himself. <laughs> so
3: Can you I'll hear
4: me there. now? Yeah, there he goes. There he is. <laughs> there he
3: is.
1: Okay. You guys are not um, so good this for yeah, apparently it has. Well, I was saying, no one even went into the Golden Age. Um, anybody have that card pulled up or should to go for it?
0: Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and pull. Do you want me to pull that up?
1: I got it. The Golden okay. Age. Yeah, pull that up. The Traveler changed everything. It reshaped our solar system as decisively as it shattered our scientific and philosophical frameworks. To our ancestry, it must have been a hammer blow. A glimpse beyond the horizon of expected possibility and into a realm of transcendent power. The Traveler rekindled the Golden Age, but we built it. We remember this with pride. Even after so much else had been lost, we settled our solar system and filled it with our work. Today, the cryptarchs and the scholars work to distill the legends of the Golden Age into the truth. We know that humans lived longer, flew further, and knew more. We know that countless ancient diseases and hatreds were extinguished forever. Human aspiration gives birth to vast engineering projects, sweeping social movements, and even new forms of life. The golden age was not without challenges. Sources speak of internal strife, philosophical rifts, particularly around questions of machine intelligence and mind forking, and enduring scientific enigmas. But humanity and its machine children tackle these problems with pride, vigor, and a contagious sense of plurist compassion. Now, they uh, called us machine children. That's that's
3: kind of creepy. Think about it. Well, did, did he jump out a window? <laughs> no, I didn't
1: jump out a window. Oh, okay. Um I, I kind of have my wife trolling me right now. Oh, just okay. Just go ahead right. and be real here on chat. It's okay. So, uh, unexpected troll going on. She mock. <laughs> she her- mocks me now, but
3: later. I'm her number uh, one. Thing. She'll mock you later too, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> we have proof of that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, All that's right. actually. Uh, what?
1: what i was going into it's just a it, once again we we always compare the light to the darkness and there's just so many similarities to how they work i
2: love it uh, i'll be honest no. i was one Go of those people when we first started uh when destiny first started and all that i was the one what the, my husband's sitting next to me. Got to meet the speaker, and I was just like, he's evil, isn't he? <laughs> and my husband just laughed, and he's just like, ah, well, what makes you say that? And I was just like, I don't know, but he just feels evil. And he's like, but he, he's the voice of the traveler, honey. I'm sure he is. Know. Isn't that convenient? <laughs> yeah.
1: The traveler actually reminds me of have you guys read? I, I, and I don't want to be bashed for this, but I don't care if I do. Has anybody read The Hunger Games?
0: Yes. Did you miss the, the entire it. chat today, Flamo. I, I,
1: I guess so, but no, I've only you know, read the first. President Rose—that—that's who the speaker that's reminds like, me of.
2: Yeah, I can see that actually.
1: You know, and it—and you gotta think about how Rose mani- i mean, it's a little bit more obvious to the districts in uh, Hunger Games that mm-hmm. they're being manipulated. You're doing the work for the Capitol, so on and so forth. But that's another thing. We do not know how these people of the city are being treated. Yeah. Like... Uh, we don't.
2: we only know the people who actually kind of roam around in the tower and they kind of talk about, know, you know... Well, uh, we do know
0: it. that that's part of New Monarchy's spiel from the faction cards. We do know that New Monarchy is... Um, that's one of their... Two of their tenants, the seven tenants, is to make a prosperous environment, and to support a fair trade, I think it is. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
0: And to, to further scientific development. I want to say, I can't remember off the top of my head, and I don't have the card in front of me, but um, <clears throat> the uh, the new monarchy faction, that's how they kind of secured their popularity is because they support a lot of the, the,
2: the city, the
0: plebeian population, I guess you would call them, mm-hmm. But that's how, like, uh, what whatever the dude's name is, I always forget him because I don't care about him. uh That one. He used to be a really generous... That, that was one of the big things. Is like He used to be super generous and then he joined the new monarchy cult. And, uh, like, suddenly <laughs> it's he's... It's it, it. No, all the factions are cults if you yeah. really want to get down to them. But... <laughs> They, he started drinking their Kool-Aid, and he stopped being the generous person that he was. He's still, like, quote-unquote generous, but he's not as um, benevolent uh-huh. as he used to be. Benevolent's actually, the word. Yeah. It's more structured. His his donations to society are more structured, I guess. Instead um, of, I think, previous pre- prior to him becoming the whatever, the ambassador of the I'm faction, scared. he was he was very, very free with his money, if I remember that correctly.
2: Hmm. I actually haven't read any of the faction cards. I, mean, and Where was I, faction? I do
1: want to point out, we need to do one on the city eventually. Um, yeah, we,
2: we did!
0: Um, oh my because gosh, there he
1: goes. No, we did not. We did one on we the did. factions.
0: We did one on the factions. We should do one on uh, the, yeah, the city. Yeah,
1: there's a difference between the factions and the city, because Fashions I am looking at city. some stuff right now. <laughs> well, we can't do both.
4: Look at Exos. this. We're barely Exos. doing
1: the Guardian races. Exos. Yeah, let, let's move on to Exos. Okay, Anybody so, have it up? Go for it.
3: So, Manbag actually had a really good question in chat. Weren't the Exos created for war? And is, there's two there's two prevailing theories. One that they were created to fight some unknown threat much akin to the way the Spartans were created uh in Halo. Um, the other prevailing theory that's supported a little bit in the Vex ghost fragment cards is that they were cr- they were created to be proxies in the Vex network because humans just could not handle it. Um, if someone has the actual EXO card up, the
2: um, first the first one, the general one, yeah, Rakko. Yeah. Rock so on. Uh, quote: Ask yourself, what threatened your Golden Age ancestors so much that they constructed the EXOs to defend themselves? Built on a long-forgotten struggle, Exos are self-aware war machines, so advanced that nothing sor- short of a ghost can understand their inner functions. They remain ciphers, even to themselves, the origins and purpose lost in time. However, built the fashion, uh, whoever built the Exos fashioned them in humanity's image, gifting them with diversity of mind and body. Many of the city's Exo citizens live and work alongside their organic brethren, but others fight again. before in the light of the Traveler to serve as guardians.
1: Which that says a lot right there as well, you know. It tells you straight up that they are self-aware war machines. You know, and that they're extremely complex. They, they seem to have the mind and the body like a human being. Which, you know, we'll get into later, hopefully, that Cade used to actually be a human. He lost a bet. And had to become an Exo.
0: I mean... Which is where the theory that they actually all come from.
1: It's one that I really strongly believe in. Because Lakshmi seems like she's... I mean, just the way they have
0: personalities. Either that or they're programmed with those memories. It's I just. It but seems like time, Kate's.
1: I mean, mm. fine. Kate's. Kate's circumstance could be just a one in a
0: million circumstance. Right. We'll, we'll it, it the way be. the way I read them is the same as smart AIs from Halo. They're they're copies of a human.
2: But they don't think themselves to death, so that there's not. Which
1: they. that could be, or do they? Because Kate. Cade doesn't exactly describe how he was turned into an XO. Right. And actually going back you know and Going why.
0: back to what Glitch just said, thinking themselves a death. So, Rampancy, what do you think the Deep Stone Crypt does?
1: Oh, here we go.
0: Combats Rampancy. It combats Rampancy. Hashtag Dark Tower. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not even going to start. I really need that. to get that book. I'm not even going to start down that, that, series that path, of books. But. But I, I, I mean, that's that's how I read the Deepstone Stone Crypt is it's a it's a combatant against rampancy because, yeah, anybody who knows AI design or not AI, but like just program design knows that after a while you have to defrag it. You have to remove all those fragments. Otherwise, you're just going to bog down the system and it's going to eventually shut down on itself.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: if you view them as smart AIs, what I mean, that was the biggest problem with all the smart AIs in Halo was the rampancy issue. And yeah. so, and we don't know we don't know you know what instigates the deep stone process the subroutine, um, we know that it's the perfect password, and we know that they sometimes reach the tower sometimes they don't. I mean the way I view it again is sometimes, sometimes you they do don't f- even have.
1: Well, I mean, does anybody have the card up? They should read the card. If so, the deep stone. If not I'll read the card. I don't.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't, don't have the card. I don't have the deep stone card.
1: The, the Ghost Fragment Legends is essentially the Deep Star. Right. The deep Stone oh, oh, yeah. Crypt. Okay. Um, you know, it says Deep Stone Crypt. This is the tower where we were born. Not the tower. Just a tower in a dream. The tower stands on a black plain. Behind the tower is a notch in the mountains where the sun sets. The teeth of the mountain cut into the sun in fractal shapes. The light that comes down at evening paints synapses shapes on the ground. Usually it's evening when we come, the ground is fertile, this is good land. We go to the tower in dreams, but that doesn't mean it's not real. Some of us go to the tower in peace. They walk through the, a field of golden millet and a low warm wind blows in from their back. I don't know why this is, because the rest of us meet in an army. You can ask others about Deep Stone and they'll tell you about the army they might confess one truth, which is this. We usually have to kill an army to get to the tower. Usually this starts barehanded, and somewhere along the way you take a weapon. Ask again, and if they're buzzed, they might also admit that most of us don't make it to the tower, except once or twice. None of them will tell you that the army is made of everyone we meet. The people we work with, and the people we see in the street, and the people that we Tell about in our dreams We kill them all I think because we are made to kill And this is the part of us that thinks about Nothing else Often I kill people I don't know But like most of us I think I knew them once In the time before one reset or another When my mind was younger And less terribly scarred So that is how we go back to the Deep Stone Crypt Where we were born And uh It pretty much says it there. You know, if it says, quoting it, mind you, that it's at the time before one reset or another. Right. So essentially, every time that that number you see after every exo, Cade six, he's been there six times. Whether he made it or not, we don't know. Um, You know, been successful sometimes, hasn't been successful on others, we don't know. Um, Then you have that crazy bastard Banshee44. He's batshit crazy. (laughs) And he's been wiped 44 times, and he just spits out the the craziest things. And there's a card that we're going to bring up. Um, If anybody else wants to read it, that's fine. But Banshee actually in-game says quotes from a card that I find rather interesting.
0: Well, Um, you want to read the first XO card? I think it's, I think it's, uh, hang on. I know which card you're talking about. He, he, it's the second one. It's the one where it it has
1: direct quotes from Banshee. I think it's the second one.
0: The one where he's, he's pretending to be a Thantanaut. Not pretending. Well, yeah. Okay. It it it
1: says that if, uh, look at, look at once again, the, the legends card. If you ask someone, they're buzzed. They might tell you that it's made up of the people or no. We have to fight an army, is what they'll tell you when they're buzzed. And that shows you not only are exos, you know, they think like humans, they move like us, they can actually drink, whether or not we know it's alcohol like human beings drink, or maybe they're getting. They can be buzzed.
0: We don't know. know, We don't know the means
1: to it. Yeah, we don't know exactly how, but they can get a good buzz going, which, you know, good for them. They deserve that shit. Um,. (laughs) I mean no. poor Cade stuck in the tower all day what else is he going to do but drink you know yeah. bet or
0: <laughs> and I bet, bet. And I love that stuck. in the SRL he, he get himself, yeah, getting yeah, no. himself stuck Last in the tower lap, longer
1: Cade has a lot riding on this it's like he just can't he, they just give you these nods Cade just still after how much betting has screwed him he still he's goes back to well he's he's a hunter you know.
0: and he's he's a hunter and he's Cade like it's he the he worst of both gambling. worlds. Yeah, it's the worst <laughs> of both worlds. It's
4: All right, crazy.
0: So, ghost fragment EXO. You want me to read that one?
3: The first one.
0: Yeah, the first one. We're still on yeah, the first the one. F- yeah, come on, Justin. Yes, up. we're slacking. We already right. got fifty-four
1: <clears throat> minutes to go. Which I'm sorry, in the I had end, to go
0: tend to a kid. <laughs> which in the end is just a matter of substrate chauvinism. It doesn't matter if the system thinks with flesh or superconductor or topological braids and doped metallic hydrogen, as long as the logic is the same. And our logic is the same. yours and mine. If I'm a machine, then so are you. If you're not a machine, then neither am I. ExoMines are human. It's incontrievable. You understand? I'm going to take that slack-jawed stare at his understanding. Now here's the real question. Why are ExoMines human? What's the design imperative? Why does a war machine, yes, absolutely, I am a war machine built by human hands, and you are a survival machine built by the engine of evolution, don't interrupt me. Why does a war machine have emotions? Why should a war machine have awareness? These are not useful traits on the battlefield. Don't flatter yourself. They're not useful. So why should the Exo mind mimic the human architecture so closely? You know what I smell on you? I smell the stink of anthropomorphocentrism. I think that you think that there's only one way to think. That's why the Exo Minds is so human, you presume. Because all higher thought converges. My friend, you should meet the Vex. There is nothing human in them. Now, this is what I believe happened back in the time before any Exo can remember. It explains everything. I think someone wanted to live forever.
2: be honest, that kind of sounds like a
0: fucking
1: freaking card. Yeah, dude.
0: What was that glitch?
2: (laughs) It sounds like Cade talking to someone. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, it totally has the resonance of Cade's snark. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. I love the terms. Uh, a buzzed Cade, I'll throw in there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Blue, shout out for nailing that huge word. <laughs>
0: I was. I saw that like, coming. I was like, oh,
3: I think, That's, I think he might've put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. The, in, in, the emphasis.
0: Yeah. yeah. But so, I mean like, but <laughs> he, it, he is, nailed it. You should, so, but here's, here's mouth. the thing is like, so I this is, so this now. is another, this is another kind of point towards, you know, why I think that the exos weren't made for war. They were made to mimic a human in the exploration of the Vex time gate. Um, and this is why, because this exact question, you know, why, if you, if you were building a war machine, why the hell would you put emotions into it? You know what emotions do in war? They get you, they, they screw you. Like it, if you wanted a perfect war machine, you would put something in that you can program and it would do what you programmed it to do. You don't want something that has self-awareness because then that self-awareness, I mean, look at iRobot. Every time you put a self, or you know, Terminator. Anytime you put an AI with self-awareness, you know what happens? Skynet.
1: And that's another thing you got to look at. Like um, that last line. I think someone wanted to live forever. Now we know that the first people that Cade was contracted out to was Mm -hmm. Clovis Bray. Was Clovis Bray? Right. More than likely, even if not them. They were still heavily involved in the EXO project, it seems,
0: Right, and uh, we when know you that read Cade's read... journals. And we know that they were pretty dubious in what they were doing.
1: Why would they
0: not? I mean, and it seems
1: so perfect when you look at anything about that type of technology. You know, um, Look at Advanced Warfare or, more recently, Black Ops 3. Oh, you lost your arms and your legs? Okay, mm-hmm. we'll just put robot arms and legs on you. Okay, we're going to go ahead and just dig into your
0: brain a little or, bit. And... Or Deuce X. Yeah, what? Deuce X. Deuce X yes. does that. I mean, Jesus, oh. that, that was like, Deuce X Deuce. Is all about it. Oh, Justin. <laughs> Justin. Justin. Oh my god, we're going to continue. Deuce
1: X. Okay, <laughs> oh buddy. Oh
0: my god. Dave,
1: are, Dave the video X. game. Are, are... No. I so, thought it proper... was
2: Desi X. Oh, yeah,
4: okay.
1: no, yeah, I, it's No, I agree with Blue. Syllopoly. Deuce, Continue. like two. You know, Deuce X. Which, it's yeah, Blue, y- you talk too Whatever. fast to say that. Don't do that anymore. Um,
0: <laughs> you have to be careful next week when we have. You confused
1: the hell out of Justin right there. <laughs> Justin, stop staring
0: at your new mic. It's
3: okay. He's like, it's wait, okay, what?
2: That was like hashtag
4: two sex. on. XO2. XO2, go.
1: XO2. Go straight on XO2.
3: I want this one. Go, go this for it. The, this is the Banshee face laser card. Um. <laughs> you better nail it. Hi. You better nail it, brother. Hi. You, Thanks for you your You nail interest. this right now. I'm recording this for posterity. Warlocks and die and come back with insight. I'm going to attempt the same process to get at buried memories. Specifically, I'm going to fire a charged particle beam into my head and see what comes out. (laughs) We Exos have been around a very long time. I want to know what's in there. My ghost is standing by to repair me. Okay, three, two, one. Stag, Echo, Six, Sword, Sierra, Nine, Serpent. We are falling into the world. Everything is on fire. There's a ship above us, but it's coming apart just like a flower. Alloy and fusion flash pierced through and through. The voice says atmospheric interface. Trajectory normal. Rabid, two, three, you are outside the window. I think I am the voice. I can see the whole earth below me and the sky we are falling out of is black with stars. Ghost, shoot me again. Rapid four, Rampart four, Ratchet Tango eight zero. We are on the ice. This is elsewhere and elsewhere. This is a mighty aurora, and it is reflected in the ice, so I walk between two fires, although the one below is cracked and full of corpses. I have and am a weapon. Up in the sky there is a hole in Jupiter and it tears at me when I look at it. It tears at me. It is hungry. Maybe the hole is not in Jupiter, but in me. Crown, castle, candor, cobalt, coral. Ghost, bring me back. Serrate, sulfur, anathema, amber, actual aspen. Ghost, bring me back now. So you, there we you go. Got, yeah. You so, got arms day orders? Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's
1: And that's the quote, you know, in the first paragraph there. We Exos have been around a very long time. I want to know what's in there. Banshee says that in-game. And you can see that here, him trying to be a damn Thanonaut, he... You know, it's right at the end of the card. Crown, Castle, Candor, Cobalt, Coral. Ghost, bring me back.
0: Does Banshee Um, have a ghost?
3: No, he doesn't.
0: Then this isn't Banshee.
3: Well, Well... he wouldn't have been the the first guardian to lose a ghost. And there's
1: no saying that he yeah, exactly. You know, okay. there's I mean, no I mean, saying I mean, that just, he didn't I'm just lose saying, his ghost in the mission. It makes
2: sense why it he was easily in the could
0: Well I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Why would you want to die when you know you can't come back this time? He experimented too much with his ghost, getting zapped, and uh, you know the end like of them.
4: Yeah.
1: It seems like it to me. If I was, to guess, Banshee anything, I'd say a Warlock because we have another Warlock that was human, Tolan, that was batshit crazy, and um, Banshee is also crazy.
2: It's, you know, we do of shit about the bat-shit the uh, crazy people we have.
4: Woo. So, you know, we do have a couple. A, a couple real,
0: real fun word connection here is sulfur and anathema. Mm-hmm.
4: Um,
0: anathema is, I mean, so... Well, sulfur obviously there's there's a number of different connections you can make with that one. But anathema means that you get basically exiled from a religious organization. Most most commonly the Catholic Church is anathema. If you're if you're pronounced anathema, you're outside the church. Sulfur is also very commonly attributed to demonic possession. Um that always stood out to me. I don't know if anyone else like saw. I don't know where that that I don't I don't have anywhere that's that's going, but it was just one of those things where it was really really interesting because you know Thantanauts are sailors of death. They they toy with death, and then he also talks about um, ice. I don't know if any of you are familiar with Dante's Inferno. But the ninth ring of hell is great actually, novel. Yeah the, yeah, the the ninth ring of hell is ice, and you know, Satan is the three faced individual who's trapped in the ice that's slowly grinding his bones, and there's two fires. There's one below and one above.
2: That's a and, hole. Oh yeah, the um, Lucifer is in that hole because it's right. like his top torso, and I. Right would make sense what, and then what he's
0: he's got the three people that he's chewing on but
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know that's that connects that that's where that connection was for me it's like he's on ice there's two fires there's a giant hole and oh yeah sulfur and your anathema so you, you've been you've been cast outside the church and you're demonically possessed and oh by the way here's the ninth ring of hell yeah. I, I was like what is going on and then yeah you see the whole earth below me in the fall we are skying out of is black without stars is mm-hmm. limbo I mean like it it everyone is on fire. Like I'm
4: like
3: yeah, this is that, oh, this wow. is a
0: really that's... weird connection to Dante's Inferno for me.
3: No, no, that is very that's next level right there blue. That's good job.
2: That's a really good um reference. This is though. why
0: people think I'm insane.
3: <laughs> no, they think you're insane because you're insane, but, but there's that too. I digress. Uh anyone got ghost fragment? XO
4: oh, three. Yeah, I've mean.
1: got it. Hold on a second.
0: I can read it. Oh, yeah, it's ghost helpful. fragment
1: XO three is entitled Shame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you may take it. Will. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna. I'm gonna have to deal with that for the next <gasps> forty three minutes. So. Here, I can.
0: I can. You want me to deal with? You want me to do it?
1: Yeah, you. Okay. you better go for it.
0: So again, this is a nut. This is the new XO card. So, again, you know, think about that, like what we did with the new human card. Shame. Did I ever suffer exhaustion? Someone asked the question, or maybe I asked it of myself. Then it looked at me. That This moment was real. I told it what every Exo knows. What can't touch you has no strength over you, and there's no place for fatigue to latch onto me. But shame is a different affliction. I'm a soldier. I was forged by other hands and forced into the role of a warrior. According to my scars, I fought and fought. Besides bits and flashes, every battle has been forgotten. But I have this clear, awful sense that others died. In my unit, every soldier was killed except for me. Yet despite a thousand chances to be shredded and scrapped, here I stood, no weapon in my hands, making fists out of habit with nothing to hit. I'd fought to save the earth. That was my sense of things. But our world was collapsing around us, and every soul was doomed. Even cockroaches and microbes would die. And being an expert in the art of losing battles, I saw no ending to this battle but another loss. And I was ashamed. The shame took hold of me. It shook me. Shame stole my mass and my resolve. Suddenly, I felt like a feather, like a breath, like any small nothing ready to be lost in the first breeze. But in the midst of that despair, a fresh thought took hold. I was cursed. Do you know what a curse is? It is stubborn. A curse delivered by the gods will hold you when everything else has given up on you. And it was obvious that survival was my eternal curse. A thousand battles and how many were won? Judging by the evidence, none. And that's why the shame was chewing at my ceramic guts. But despite the horrific losses... I had endured closing my eyes. I forced my fist to open. This isn't over. I said to this enemy, to myself, to the wind threatening to carry me away. This war isn't done with me. So first part there's again, the reference of wind
2: wind. Yeah.
0: Um, which is, you know, I, wind is becoming very clearly a symbol of something to me at least. Could, they, uh,
2: make, they make a lot of references to it, but so again, it I can
0: also good. see this being a guardian or our guardian.
2: Yeah, like that would make that would make um would make sense. I know the I'm pretty sure the emote for the exos is uh, that salute they do. Mm-hmm. So so that would kind of make sense as uh, this is a exo that's been you know it's had countless of teams together and they kind of just I, I can see that connected to it
0: I also I, I really and you guys can weigh in on this one but it's its interesting because throughout a lot of classic literature you know the concept of immortality has always actually been presented as a somewhat of a curse um, mm-hmm. because ultimately what happens is you know uh, the portrait of Dorian Gray Dracula All these, all these Frankenstein, all these like classic, classic pieces of literature. The immortal person is always the one that's portrayed as being cursed. It's not a good thing. Immortality is not as as pleasant as most people. You know, on the on the surface, it looks nice, but then you start thinking about it, and you're like, yeah, I get to watch everyone around me die Mm
2: -hmm. again and again. Yeah, that's ultimately where you what you constantly see. Is the death around you that you can never? Um, I think one, I can't remember where uh, it was exactly, but I know there was a reference to it where they they talked about uh, um, it was a man meeting in a, Of someone who was immortal, and he talked with his wife saying, you know, that must be nice, you know, to live forever. And the his wife was just like, no, because imagine it, the people that you love, the person that you love, while well, you stay young, they get old. And soon they're not there anymore. Right. And you and, just and continue. Then, yo, go ahead. But in yeah, it's that endless cycle to where it's just like it gets to the point where it's like, well, why should I continue to let myself be close?
0: Right. And that's why, you know, I I have a personal theory that immortality eventually equates into immorality. You your your morality is the sacrifice that you pay to be immortal because after a while, you start realizing that there is no purpose to having a morale or moral system, because it's going to just be dashed upon whatever rocks. And then, and then you even have, you know, in Greek mythology, you have people who foolhardily wished for immortality, but they forgot to wish to stay eternally young. And hey, now we have grasshoppers. Um, <laughs> but can't remember which dumbass that was, but. He he made a he made a wish and he was like I want to be immortal like you and he think the God was like okay cool oh that's wait where they were like um, and you then
2: have the, to be- like
0: a hundred years later they're like you never said to stay young you just said you weren't gonna die yeah you dumbass like what are you doing
3: but
2: <laughs> I think that's where the uh, whole be a little more specific on yeah, your
3: wishes be careful what you wish yes. for yeah. say what you mean and yeah. mean what you
0: say
4: Mm-hmm.
0: so. But I mean again, so that that's the new that was the new exo card, and again, there's the kind of the the unspoken theory or well not unspoken but there's there's a lot of theory that these new cards and what we're, we're going to get to the awoken one here shortly, but Please. the um the new <laughs> cards are actually memories of our guardians so Justin I... glitch, what are your
2: um it's kind of, it's really hard for me to at least say it because I did have an exO at one point, and then I don't anymore. Um, but I can this I, I can't really say I feel that this is the guardian. I don't I don't feel like this is the player who picks the guardian or this yeah, whatever. Uh, but it it is doing the same thing to where it is bringing it's not saying specifically, okay, it's this specific guard uh, this person specifically, this exo specifically, or anyone specifically, it's open. And it's, um, they have it to where you can just interpret it, interpret it in that sense, but they did it, they did it in the same way the humans were, where, you know, we're going back and we're looking at this and discovering themselves in the end discovering that resolve that that fire within them to be like okay i need to step up and i need to sit there and i th- this is the reason why i'm going to continue and fight with the traveler and you know work with the traveler not against it but um it still follows that same i don't, I don't know if anyone else kind of sees that
0: oh yeah I, I mean that's what I, i've read the I reread these three, you know, after I I was talking to someone on Reddit about that. And I reread them after they told me that. And I was like, I can totally see that. Like, I can totally see that being portrayed as a guardian. Not, I mean, whether or not it's our guardian. But definitely someone who became a guardian. Especially this card, because the whole, you know, that ending of like they resolve to be like, nope, I'm not done. Like, you can yeah. curse me as much as you want. I'm not done. So, you want to so, roll to Awoken? The, yeah. best, the best race ever.
2: I love the Awoken. I'm a little biased, just saying. Uh,
0: <laughs> we're going to get emotional now. Awoken,
3: yeah, I, no joking. No good.
0: <laughs> you got
3: the card so. up. Uh, Yeah, I've got the basic Awoken card up. The others sing this song of light and dark. We, together, have transcended such unimaginative, unimaginative limitations. It is said that the Awoken were born in the collapse, descended from those who tried to flee its wrath. Something happened to them out on the edge of the deep black, and they were forever changed. Today, many Awoken live in the distant reef, often mysterious, but others return to Earth fight for the city. Earthbound Awoken who venture out into the reef hoping to learn its secrets, find no special welcome from the reclusive queen.
0: So, first off, uh, Awoken are really strongly tied with singing. Um, I've noticed that in every card. Every card there's a reference if I'm remembering of the singing. Um, The second thing, just going to Concede defeat to this argument? Uh, well, not really defeat, but as far as we had a giant debate whether or not the Awoken were sterile um, biologically, and it, it it stems from a card that was in the House of Wolves. Uh, there was a comment that Skulls made <clears throat> about the Awoken being sterile, and there was a lot of people on Reddit. There was a lot of people, and there was a couple people in chat. There, you know, we were all kind of going back and forth about it. This card actually disproves that. Because on that second paragraph, it says, where their descendants now fight for the city. Um, so they have descendants. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they can reproduce. It's done. Yeah. Um, there's another aspect of the argument that's still going on. Um, we're not sure whether or not Awoken Age, we're not really sure what is going on with that. We think they do, um, but there's not really anything that actually confirms that they die.
2: We, we don't we're not really exposed to a lot i mean I think the one a lot of people were kind of like well they if they don't you don't see any kids around but we're we're well, not even fully into the the, the awokens right. realm. We're, I mean, we're we're more like in a um a hangar for them or like this this like it is a social I, view, space. I view it
0: as like the gatehouse. To the yeah. woken. Like it's it's you're welcome to step inside this gatehouse, but this is the quarantine section and you're not allowed to go past this area.
2: And, and if uh, you do, many,
0: you'll get shot.
2: <laughs> yeah. Many many of the uh the woken that are like walking around there, they treat you with scorn. Right. So which, and they're also which makes all armed. Yeah. <laughs> which makes sense because um just the guardians were not welcomed into right. the reef until um, the wolves broke apart from the queen
0: correct so there's, there's that, that debate still kind of running around well part of that debate still running around
2: I mean I don't see the awoken being sterile because it wouldn't make sense to expose if, if your species well, is, is sterile and you're not able to continue on that um, that uh, lineage then they would be more towards to where they're like we're not sparing anyone no
0: Right, and and there's that argument, but there was also I think the the crux of the argument was stemming from the fact of the the theory that the Awoken were created by a blast wave from the light, um, which we've always I mean, I think a lot of people attribute to kind of like a radiation blast, which you know gamma given, ray burst, yeah, gamma ray burst, or and and so the Awoken are definitely in my eyes, and I know I've had this conversation with Damo too they kind of are like Tolkien-esque elves in a way, and so not Tolkien elves were not sterile, but they they were immortal. Like, truly immortal. Um, But, and so I think there was a lot of, um, there was a a lot of theorizing that a side effect of that blast was obviously the creation of a sterile species, but they are kind of time-locked. They're locked in a state of being. But yeah, correct. I mean, if... But but then there's also... <clears throat> so I understand what you're saying, but then we also have the card in which they have a Awoken that remembers being born. And the argument there was that doesn't necessitate that it was an actual newborn. It could be a human who is converted into Awoken. Someone who's literally Awoken into the being of being an Awoken. Yeah. Um, and so it's not that they can't create more Awoken, it's just uh, there's a really terrible book series called I just went blank on it, but it's it's a post-apocalyptic world in which the species is not it doesn't it doesn't populate itself through the normal means. It creates through mutation more of their own species. And mm-hmm. so just because you're not able to have biological children doesn't mean that you aren't able to continue your species existence.
2: It sounds like a Greg Bear book.
0: Uh, No, it's a storm Constantine book. It's an absolutely terrible, terrible book that I don't recommend anyone reading. (laughs) I read the first, I read uh, the first four chapters and threw it across the room. That
2: was another one. The one, another one that actually brings it a good was it's a Greg Bear book. My husband is absolutely in love with that man. Um, is I think it was called the Anchor of God or the.
0: Uh, that sounds familiar. I, Greg Bear is actually pretty decent. I,
2: yeah, he's he does he does wonderful with Halo books. I yes. just love this. Can, can I just? Um, but,
3: uh, oh, sorry. Oh my God, I'm good. No.
2: Good. <laughs> oh, but, uh, basically, what uh, that kind of brings into like uh, the thought of what the Ewoken can can do. Greg Bear kind yeah. of talks about how. Um, The humans basically were um their home was destroyed and everything else like that and they made these humans sterile they made these humans where they could not reproduce in whatso in whatsoever so I was wondering if that was kind of like similar because even though um they weren't able to reproduce and everything else like that they still were able to have like the last kids or something I I I, (laughs) the whole book is kind of like a mind jumble.
3: I actually think we might be the thing that we struggle with the most is we're dealing with uh, three different races um, that are spanning millions of years, connotations being what they are and how they evolve. Um, sterile might not have been meant in the way that right that Wait, these people, the yeah, well another There's... definition for sterile is mm-hmm. totally clean and that's exactly actually... what I get from the from the awoken is that they are efficient um, free from clutter I guess it were uh, sterile as as it as it relates to being totally you know sterilized and clean as opposed to the reproductive connotation
2: Yeah. Um, um. Out of curiosity, because I don't have the card in front of me, the way Scullace was using the word—it
3: was an insult. And it was—it was a
0: jibe. It was a jibe, and I actually—that's what I was—I was waiting for Justin to finish his his point because that—that that is a very good point. <laughs> um, but the other—the other definition, and this is kind of the insulting definition of sterile, was actually someone who can't think outside the box. Someone who. <laughs> Because, because if you think about it from a psychological stance, what is the definition of not al- not being allowing external elements into it? It's not letting things inside your mind that you don't want in there. So you don't think outside. You you have a pair of blinders on. And I think actually that's what he was talking about. He's he's like it, saying yeah, they they sounds... think they think in this. They they have a linear view, and that's what they think. I think that's where he oh sorry. I think that's that, where he was going with it, but a lot of people just read it in a very biological sense.
2: Well,
3: we're predisposed. Right, yeah, right, that, no, that and,
2: makes a lot more sense.
0: And then because, you throw in the card that's yeah. talking about the creation of an awoken, and it was like a lot of people were grabbing onto that definition and using that and then also saying, you know, the neutron scatter that which we'll talk about here in a second. It's like, there's a lot of, like, breadcrumbs that kind of, that helped people kind of make that assumption, but then when you read the basic card, and I just posted this over on the Destiny Lore Reddit, actually, because we've been going back and forth on it, but um, once you read that card, it actually does kind of make, to me it makes it obvious that they're not talking biological, they're talking psychological sterility. And hang on, I'll be right back. You guys, read Awoken 1. I'm going to grab this book because Josh wants me to tell him what it is.
2: <laughs> Which okay. one?
0: Uh, we're on Awoken, the, the first Ghost Awoken.
2: Ghost Fragment.
0: Ghost Fragment. Ghost
3: Fragment. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Glitch. Um,
2: reports from the derelict vessel boarded in the first known voyage to the reef. Eleven hundred 100 meters length, active gravity generation. Digital... Ridic- rid- Cannot say that word for the life of me. First neutron scattered. detonation de- de- code corrupted. Data data of, no. Date of commissioning unknown. Origin point unknown. Presumed to have collided, merged with the one kilometer comet. Assessment based on the depth of the hydrocarbon crust covering the hull, water contents of the soil, off- atmosphere of the oxygen and carbon dioxide with the isotopic Ratio, uh, ratios placing the comet in the utra population. Low light foliage growing from the terrestrial stalks, mirrors focusing starlight into the growth chambers, uh, resident famine, fam- five insect species plus rats descended from the uncertain ancestors. Surface heavily wooded until recently, unknown event triggering firestorm. 70% of the world first consumed atmosphere laced with smoke and particulars Free oxygen short fly. No distress calls noted no evidence of the crew or passengers or on exterior. Interior scans inconclusive, cleared to attempt approach. Huh.
3: It almost seems Yeah. It seems they've stumbled upon a a ship floating out in in space. That met a really bad fate. That's kind of an odd card.
2: I kind of butchered that with some of the words. I apologize.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, so and sorry, I I had stepped away. So you guys made the point that this was for a a comet, right? Uh oh.
3: All right. Uh- it was nothing. I was nothingless. If I existed before, I existed as possibility, as potential, stretched thin across the ether. And maybe there was a body that looked like my body, complete with a soul that could be confused with someone rather like me. What I am now was not yet real. And then I was born. And the universe was free to begin. Others were present at my birth. A great ceremony had just begun. Because newborns newborns are selfish beasts. I assumed I was the object of attention. I didn't notice the singing until the singers fell silent. And then... She appeared. She was above me, ethereal and handsome and elegant. I assumed my face was like her face, and that odd idea gave me strength enough to smile. Secrets, she said. Creation is built on secrets and the encryptions that keep those secrets safe. I made my first sound. It meant nothing, but she understood it as a question. We are a beautiful creations, she said, and we must keep ourselves very safe.
1: Now, some people have taken that as an actual newborn, which I don't know how. I, um,
0: can, I can see it. I just don't agree I guess I see it. I don't agree I mean, with it. I I can't agree with it either, I, you know. Okay. A
3: newly changed awoken.
0: Yes. and uh, The the example I gave was baptism. Um, it, you know, baptism is, uh, histor- come on. is historically, <laughs> it was done... It was done it wasn 't until modern day that baptism was done for newborns, actually historically baptism was always done on adults because that was the, that was just the way it was done it was it was it was a, a a conversion into a secret society because in the in the medieval world and the pre medieval world Christianity, which is where baptism is mostly viewed, was actually a secret society because it was very very it was very very oppressive. Societies in which Christianity was there and so baptism was a way to convert people into Christianity and then they would be introduced into the secret society in which people would raise them and by raising them they treated them like a child in the sense that the newly converted people had no idea what they were doing in their new world and so that's how I read this entire card is this is someone who has become converted into the awoken lifestyle or the awoken biome, I don't know what you would call it. But it would um this is a person who who's become converted into that.
2: I think they pick it they even kind of like mention it a little not wouldn't say mention it, but like kind of like brought it up in the next card as well. Yeah, Uh, absolutely.
1: Uh awoken ghost fact take it away, Glitch. Read it.
2: Uh what do you call it? Uh fear. Fear, that's the only vivid memory left in me. It's the moment when my uh, when my fear was so thick and urgent that I gave up breathing. I stopped pretending to think. How I reminded, uh, remained on my feet was a mystery because of the terror that was bearing down on me, like a mountain about to crush my soul. But I have to ask, what was terrifying me? Darkness ruled the sky. The world around us had shattered, and it seemed vang- vanguishly unlikely that we would outline, outlive this one awful day, yet the fear didn't come from the surrounding mayhem and despair. The source was inside my skin, and I was utterly terrified of my own awful nature. And which part of me was scared? Inside me was an essence woven from from beyond. Was I awoken before this? She was still in my head. I can hear her song growing fainter. Gone? Not yet. A new crippling terror was taking over. I was focused entirely on my fear but i had to make an effort and it occurred to me that nothing in the universe was dangerous than human hubris i still had the others within, within but the other the human side was what mattered weak and full soon to fail the next moment and that's why i was afraid then someone spoke maybe it was me i don't remember i was trying to focus and a new thought took me my soul lay between the two entities and that's how i am still a boundary the seam The friction. And that's when the fear began to fade.
1: Now I want to point out that I want to say that Alpha Lupi before the story was scrapped uh, the original story for Destiny that I believe she was a awoken female and you did a quest with her. At the end she gave you the crest of Alpha Lupi. Um, (laughs) All the singing when you read the Alpha Lupi cards we only have nine minutes so we can't even think about getting into those Um, but Uh. a a lot of the Alpha Lupi cards I'm thinking that she might be one of those that or she might be the one because if you notice the Alpha Lupi cards they, they speak a lot about how she connects so well with the Traveler it almost seems like they're one and the same but different and that's what you have with the Awoken they're a blend of the light and the dark together Um, and that's what makes them the awoken and you look at the name as well you know they're the awoken they're the ones that are awake right now you know where we have guardians who are questioning what do I actually know what's my memories what is other people's you know what what did this ghost make up for me and what do I actually know which once again, Bigo, he's always here. Um, but going on to that, um, I think that was the last card out of the three that were recently released, and those are the three cards that people are trying to say that are our guardians, uh, so to speak. Which, you know, means your character, if you were awoken, it's awoken three. That's your card. Human 5, that's your card if you're human. Uh, Xo 4, you know, if you're an Exo. And I just don't... I, I see where they're going with it. But at the same time, I don't agree with it. Um, <clears throat> it just seems like... With the whole theme of Destiny... You, you were born... X amount of years ago They don't tell you how long you've been dead But you've been dead for Really, really, really long time You come back As a guardian Whichever race that you choose So on and so forth And it's So many years later They're telling you You're not going to understand anything right now But just trust me Follow me Hey, pick up this gun um, Shoot some stuff Trust me, they're bad guys. Shoot them. And I don't know if that's exactly you know, it comes back down to in the beginning of that how much exactly was from the ghost? How much is our memories that we know? Hey, these are fallen. They're bad. Shoot them. Mm
3: -hmm. No, and the Awoken are really intriguing because they ran away, and uh, we don't know at what point they began there. And this has been something that has plagued me ever since. Well, the beginning of of this week was at what point did they run, and at what speed? And I've been really, I've been. Really <laughs> You don't
0: <laughs> you don't understand how frustrating this has been because like literally Justin and I have been it's going been really humorous every it's been hilarious freaking and- card we can find and I I now know way too much about jump ships
3: and astronomical units and astronomical. Um, my brain yeah. hurts so uh, what card is the one where they talk about uh, where the queen talks about the uh, well you want to go back to. There's two different types of Awoken. Right. There's
1: There's the Reef-born Awoken, and then there's the the Earth-born Awoken.
3: Yeah, the Uncle
1: Aldrin's. And (laughs) 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 Uncle Aldrin's. Um, (laughs) Damn it, Justin.
0: There's the the Crows, and then there's the Eagles. Yeah. Those who came back to America and those who didn't.
1: Yeah, damn straight America. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, but you, you look at it and there's that other Awoken card, I don't know if anybody has it pulled up right now, where it's with Mara solves in it, and there's an Engineer that talks to her but doesn't call her Queen first. Oh Yeah, Laura. Uh, yeah, 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 you go ahead and dig up the card and it, it just pretty much, it's from their point of view.
0: Well, and it's also, I, I, it's also where I the techoons s- get really kind of introduced.
1: Exactly. It's where Mars says, listen, either you're there with Earth, fine, you're with the tower, but you're by yourself. You're not us. You know, th- That's where she kind of creates a civil war between the Earthborn Awoken and the Reef Awoken.
0: Well, I would hesitate to call it a civil war. She just says you get a chance to come back. And if this is your one chance and if you don't, then you're not welcome here.
1: Whether you're Awoken, Exo, or Human, when you go into Vanilla Destiny and you go to that mission where you first meet the Awoken, it doesn't matter who the hell you are, what race you are. You know, they tell you, hey, you're in Awoken airspace right now. You are going to be fired on. Why are you here? And you got to talk your way into getting into the hangar and not dying. Um, so that shows you, you're either with the guardians with earth or you're with the reef and the awoken. And I remember hearing earlier, someone talking about awoken, not dying.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the Uh, question. A
1: a hell of a lot of them died.
0: No, 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 not, not, not that they don't die, that they don't age.
1: Aging, that's interesting because, yeah, Mara has white hair, but she could have always had white hair. And, and uh, the face, uh, body, etc., she looks pretty young. So Right, and the the question is. Same thing that, with Aldrin.
0: Right, and, and also the tetunes, which you can make the argument that the tetunes are kind of a separate entity because they have implants that are just. I'm really curious about the tetunes, but we need to probably focus more on that. We, we probably should do something just on Awoken. Or, you know, kind of. We need to. Intel. We need to
1: separate the races. Um, you were talking because about because we are not getting this
0: right. Well, and this was this was more just a general introduction to all the races. Kind of like the Halo one is going to be a general introduction to the timeline. It's not. And gonna I'm
1: going to be silent on that one. Just yeah. Because oh, better, better. Wow. <laughs> pens. Pens. Blew pens. Away in the chat.
0: Is, pens,
1: <laughs> um, pens blew me away in the, <laughs> the chat for Halo. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah I, you were talking about Ghost a part of me is looking
1: forward to like. You know, having a focus fire on a different game. Another part of me is like, "Holy crap! How did I not know all this? It's amazing."
0: No, no pressure pins. Um, yeah, you were talking about I, Ghost I Fragment, the say, Reef Two.
2: Go for it, pens doing all, with pins all with that information before we go back on topic. Um, I don't have anything to say because I was just like, I'm enjoying all the information he's just giving because it's he words it so it so much better than I do. <laughs> But
3: back on top of the Woken. Words are hard. Yes, they are. God damn it, Justin.
0: (laughs) You're talking about Ghost Fragment, the Reef 2. And it's a pretty long card. But yeah, it's it's an engineer. And it kind of makes it seem like this was at the time of the Blast. Which, again, why is Marus there? If this is at the time of the Blast, I mean and this was released at the house of wolves so this wasn't really I don't I don't know if this would be around the time of the dreadnought uh, the dog. Yes, um,
3: yes.
2: Yep. yep. That was Fenrir.
0: But I mean so in like she
1: it damn it I um, had myself muted.
0: Yeah. Um
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I'm hitting two mute buttons to make sure I'm muted because, once again, I have company.
0: Right. No, um, no worries. But I mean, to me, this card sounds like it's at the time that the Awoken gets created. Doesn't? Does anyone that, else? That's what it
1: that? sounds like to me. Okay. Like Marisol, she says, "You know, I remember the day that I was born." Wow. And it seems like for the Awoken, the time you were born is when you became from human. To awoken, and uh, Marisov, She remembers not only that, but there she speaks to Aldrin, tells him who he was in the before and the after, which is apparently different than who the hell he is now. Which we're going to have to do a unawoken specific.
0: Yeah, I mean, so the but the other thing that kind of points to that is the fact that the entire introduction of that card, which if you're not. If you haven't read this card, you really should go read it because it's kind of interesting. But the entire introduction of the card is an engineer who's trying to, you know, desperately fix a broken ship that the queen... Well, it makes it feel like that that Mara has not officially become queen or she just became the queen. Because the way the engineer keeps slipping up and not calling her queen and the tattoo keeps like... <laughs> kind of, it feels like this kind of like wrapping across the knuckles. It's like that's your queen, and the the engineer is like, I don't care. The ship's broken. I can give ship what you want me to call you. <laughs> it's a very engineer well, she cares approach. Like, point, it's like, yeah, you, I mean, know. You, you care, but it's like, um, it's like, I'd rather survive than make sure that I'm calling you by the appropriate title. Is the kind of feeling that I. It's a very engineer type. Approach the things. It's like, yeah, that's nice, but I'd rather fix what's broken right now instead of your high and highfalutin titles, um, etiquette. Yeah, it, and so that, but I mean, it, it doesn't because when you when you enter when you encounter or encounter God, i can't talk when you encounter the Awoken in the current like in current day in the game, everyone refers to her as Queen, like the Queen, the Queen, the queen. no one refers to her as Mara, at all. No, and so no, it's. No one it's like to me that screams that this is at the time either she became queen or the time that i, and I don't know you know it's kind of, she's kind of like the speaker we don't know was there a, was there a matriarch before her you know the Awoken I are think very she was important beforehand
1: i mean yeah well but
0: i mean i mean was she was she is is she the eternal queen or is she just a queen in a long line of queens?
1: She is no, the queen, no. Marisov, She's the queen. You know, well, I think but, that's, I mean, that's pretty like, obvious in there. But,
0: but, um, but my question is, is she been the queen the entire time? I would say so. Yeah, or I mean, yeah. Realize, you know, since they
1: awoken, we're awoken. Right. I would probably go with that. Yeah. Right.
0: And the reason I ask that is, I mean, look at, um, look at England, you know, the king the queen they they've always been the king or queen even though you know there's a long lineage of kings and queens before
3: them yeah and but that, she's and that's not, my... she's not mara the 4th
0: well no 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 but i mean neither yeah. was neither was king philip i mean king you know or king or you know queen well Elizabeth. another thing
1: you got to look at is the tecuins a few of them have been throughout the books of the Madrid. Right. the madreador um <laughs> Hey, sh shut your dirty whore mouth, okay? Um now
3: the zigzaggy is real. Yeah, the, the
1: zigzaggy exactly. Um The Madrader, there's plenty of references to a couple of the Tecoons Right. Uh and so that shows that they do live quite a while because
4: well that's we know that they have during
1: that, that whole battle between Mara and the House of Wolves, well, a couple of the fallen houses, actually, but um, we are four minutes past, and I have to entertain some guests. So, yeah, hey, of
3: Yeah, uh, I think we've uh, we've we've done a good races here. We might need to go individually. But think we so are too. we
0: are going to need to go individually. I can individually. I can add I'm going to have to confirm with that to the hopper. I'll add them to the pole. Because but,
1: we did yeah. not cover near enough he, for any of the damn races today.
0: Right.
3: Willie, make but, sure. Willie,
0: go ahead and do the shout-outs, and then you can jump. You can take off. while but we But did, did
3: you put them on right. Google Doc? Oh, good Lord. First. Google what? No, oh, the Google Doc.
1: Google Bop? Someone,
0: someone what the has, hell is that? Someone has decided to take the show notes and... Go on their own direction. They're, they're, oh my God, you have like, uh. They're lovely. Oh, check,
3: your, check the Google Doc, Willie. And you'll know. All what right, I'm going to go say. ahead
1: and do my shout outs real quick. Of course, I got to give my shout out to uh, Dod Charlie because it started there, going into Fox Shop because I founded the X1, uh, the X1 Clan, which no group like that. Um, shout out to my little brother Robert. In the United military, States United States Army specifically.
3: He's Stay patching way.
1: Apaches. So proud of him. Can't believe he's doing this, but he's doing it. Um, and I am forcing him to play Destiny so I can get the uh, so I can
0: get The Tronspera? The yes. I hate you so much. We have everything
1: <laughs> except for the Tronspera. We even have the Duo Dance now, but we do not have the Tronspera yet.
0: Well, but congratulations you on your light cycle
1: yes that's right I'm so looking forward to it be a hater blue go for it I will I will
0: totally do that All right, uh, Justin
3: yeah yeah I'd like to big shout out to the Planet Destiny people Uh, keeping us going great site great content Uh, hope to get Mike from over there on to be a guest on the show pretty soon we gotta get him scheduled on here Got to get on that. Um, And uh, also, I'd like to give a big shout-out to my lore band, Peeps. Uh, I know I've neglected you as of late. Work's been a little crazy, but um, y'all are awesome. I love peeking in on the conversation from time to time and being completely lost. It's awesome. It's a hobby of mine. And uh, my clan, the amazing DoD Shadow White crew, and uh, lastly, i like a big big old shout-out to Santa Claus because you're awesome. Just uh, that's <laughs> You're that's really it.
1: doing a shout-out to Santa Claus right
0: dude, now. Dude, dude, just go, go, go. Notes, just go look at the show notes. and you're, you're lucky the show that's notes, all he's you know doing a shout-out to. Uh, yeah.
1: I'm going to have to check out oh the damn Lord show God. notes now <laughs> after the show, of course. Um, wow. I was like halfway.
0: I was halfway through, and all of a sudden, I see that my doc, my page number started going up, and I am like, "What the? Heck? Oh my god! Glitch." Um, why don't you? Why don't you? So, where where can people find you, Glitch?
2: Um, people can find me on uh, Twitter at Kazarex, which is K A T Z E R I X, and I am um, also on Twitch as Asteli, which is really really weird to say, but it's easier to spell. Uh, I will kind of just like put it in the chat (laughs) because it's kind of easier to do that way. Um, But if I really want to give out a shout out, I would actually have to shout out my husband, who is also a Destiny player and if it wasn't for him, I would not have been here at all. Um, So, thanks. Thanks to him. I'm a lore nut now.
3: And we appreciate it. <laughs> oh man, we appreciate
0: it so much. And then, and then, yeah, just one final shout out. Um, again, to if you guys have not checked out the Destiny, um, lore subreddit, they are an amazing, amazing group of guys and gals over there. Very, very detailed oriented, and very, and they're actually working. We have a couple of their guys in our chat now. Um. I want to say Unisys is one, and I I can't remember if Coolio actually jumped in or not, but they are actually doing um, just amazing work over there. They have uh, Destiny Lore and then the Cryptarch subreddit, and both of those are really really great supplementary Reddit subreddits. Just in general, so if you if you have any questions or if you just want to chat and you don't have the link to our chat room, you can email us at FocusFireChat at Gmail dot com. Or email me at bluecrew86 at gmail dot com and I'll get you a link there. Um, I'm also on Twitter bluecrew underscore eighty six. Justin, I can I always confuse uh, you guys. Justin has his gamer tag, which is
3: <laughs> at justinsane five one six.
0: And then Willie is at the Brink Job. That's right, the Brink which Job. Which makes, makes no sense. I I, I always <laughs> no. You have no
1: idea. Okay. Live my life.
0: Oh my God! Read so the show, note. show notes. Read, read the show notes. Read the show notes. Go go away, Willie. Read the show notes.
1: I'm gonna add some show notes. Oh good Lord! Notes. All right, guys. <laughs> hey
0: guys. We'll see. You. We'll see you. And like I said, next week we are going. We're going to be doing a the stream on Tuesday, actually next week because of the holidays, and we are planning on on tricking pins into coming on. Because the three of us are gonna be kind Please. of silent because Pins has been dropping volumes of information about Halo, so it will be our. It's it's been awesome. Um, though apparently I'm supposed to read something and I don't. I'm gonna have to yeah. do some practice. He apparently he
3: can't not show because I just made him an awesome. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Guest emblem. And by so, the way, uh, glitch, you will get. All guests of Focus Fire Chat will get a personalized Focus Fire Chat emblem. Yay. So. Justin's yeah. I'm having Justin's found the light of Adobe Photoshop. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's so. not only found the light, but he has embraced yeah. Photoshop.
3: I've drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. That's what's he going is. on.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, guys. You guys have a great night. I might jump back online. I don't know. I probably won't. But Halo, I'm, Halo playthrough and Oh my god, I really Halo want. To and play uh, play. Uh, oh, also, also
1: Happy Christmas, Honda everybody.
3: Yeah, Festivus for the rest. Of I us. I don't give it a
1: damn what you celebrate. Happy celebrate holidays, hard, guys. and oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. you know, power to the players.
2: See ya.